There he is. Okay, now we're good. <laughs> okay. Are we good now? We're good. What's the we're weather good. at? What's the weather there right now? It's like today was like 88 degrees or something. It's really hot. It's going to snow here on Friday. It was, oh yeah, you guys are getting that like winter blast weird thing that's happening, right? In the middle of May. I know. Oh God, I don't miss living there. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask you, you. do you miss it? I mean, I don't really miss it at all. (laughs) No, I, I, I a hundred percent don't blame you. And I, it's been probably now, it's been a, it's been probably, geez, it's probably been two years since we've been out there. No, well, I've been out here for four years. I left in 2015. Yeah. No, we haven't been there. We haven't been to California in probably two years. Uh, yeah, brutal. Yeah, well, that, that for me is brutal because that's where I want to be and that's where I want to live and that's where I don't ever want to come back from. So it's tough for me. It's tough for me to be here. <laughs> I mean, it's got it's, its own problems, though. It's got its own set of problems. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> But uh, except I hear traffic, anyway. traffic's not one of them right now. Uh, actually, you know what? It's picking up this week because I think a lot of places are reopening. So there probably there was actually a little bit more traffic than it was for the last two months or so. But um, you know, I don't actually think traffic in LA is as bad as people think. I mean, it is. It, it's, it's because LA is so spread out, so it feels like you're always in traffic. <laughs> But it's just because it's so big. I think New York has worse traffic. I think Atlanta has much worse traffic. Um, San Francisco has awful traffic. They're just smaller, so you don't have to sit in your car for as long. To get right, to play. right, right, right. I remember um, going from San Diego to uh, Pismo Beach. We got we got oh, up at probably four in the morning. To, that's a to long try to, drive. Oh, it's a long drive. We got up about four in the morning to try to beat the LA traffic, kind of get around yeah. it. And no shot, stuck right in it. We were there for a, a um, while. Let me see if I can move that. But that's a, um, that's a, like a, it's a scenic drive, right? You're like constantly along the water the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but we were on the main highway there for. But what is that? The five that goes up through there. Yeah, the five goes. The five goes from like Mexico all the way up to. Like, yeah. To like yeah, we. The, like Oregon or something like that so yeah well that that's what we were on it's like a set it feels like a 17 lane highway with just traffic at a standstill we ended up in East LA uh, where I the only reason I knew we were in East LA is because I saw something that I saw in a movie once yeah that's why that's where the five goes the five cuts right through downtown in East LA yeah Um, yeah yeah that's a that's you, you've probably done more driving than I have, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, hopped off at the, we hopped off the wrong spot, and we ended up in not a friendly neighborhood. Yeah, well, you guys are more than welcome to visit, you and Tiff right. and all, and um, little Tommy. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'm here. I'm in the Hollywood area. I live in Hollywood. Um, yeah. But my address is considered L.A. But it's all, like, everything's... This part, but I, so I'm in West LA. West LA is like a very small, you know, we have, we have, well, it's kind of big, but we've, that's where all the things you see on the TV are. Yeah. You know, Hollywood, Santa Monica, that's all on West LA. Yep. Yeah. When, uh, so you moved, what, you moved out there, what, 2015, you said? 
So 2015, I finished residency. Yep. And then that was uh, June, June or July. And then I did a fellowship in um, Atlanta. So That's I right. was in Atlanta. I remember that. Yeah, I was in Atlanta until January. And then in February, I moved back to California. Um, I wanted to stay on the, I said, wanted to stay in um, Atlanta. I got a job offer in Atlanta and I got a job offer on the Upper East Side in New York. Um, but I came home because my mom um, has Parkinson's. So I came home to take care of her. And also, um, you know, I grew up here, my family's here, you know, all of that. I ended, but I was planning originally going to Newport Beach, which is in Orange County. Uh, right. That's like an hour. That's 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 kind of an hour, hour and a half away from LA. Yeah, um, I've been there actually. That that actually fell through. That job fell through at the very last minute. Like after I sold my car, I sold everything. I signed a lease for a beachside condo right across from Huntington Pier. Like I did all that stuff, and then that job just went. The guy. Uh, oh. They tore up the contract. They said it's, they didn't want to do it anymore. So <laughs> I ended up moving to, um, I got another job in Beverly Hills. And I've been, you know, so that's how I ended up here in Beverly Hills in LA. Now is the, the practice that you have, is that your practice or? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what so, I thought, yeah. Yeah, I have my own practice. Um, uh, I have my own practice. The only thing is that, I, um, I'm not in the, uh, it's a little bit different here in Beverly Hills be because, uh, office space is like a premium, you know? Right. So it's not like Albany where you have like the McCumber group on central lab and you've got like Jeff Rockmore has his own place and all that. Yep. So, um, here it's like, you can, it's kind of like Manhattan prices. You get a tiny, dinky little office for really exorbitant prices. So I actually share an office with two other surgeons, but we each have our own separate practice. Like we're completely separate businesses, but yep. we each take different days during the week. So like I'm in my office Mondays and Fridays. Gotcha. Smart way to do it, really. Yeah. Save it's money. The, way to, the, the way to beat the system. I mean, to be honest, that's the only way I can afford it, especially now with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. my God. I just yeah. got somebody was asking me for our two months rent today and I was just, I was praying that they forgot about it or they would just kind of forgive it. <laughs> they're not. No shit. They they're, they're, like, they're, like, they're like, they're like, where's the money? You yeah. Know, they're like, money. dude, dude, you're a plastic surgeon. We're not, we're not waving your shit. <laughs> I know, but you're like, I'm, a, I'm, a pla I'm a plastic surgeon, but there's no elective surgery going on right now. Yeah, so we're doing elective surgery right now. Um, we're opening back up, but we have really strong restrictions. Yeah. So we have to do, um, all of my patients are getting uh, COVID tested uh, 24 hours before their procedure. And then they have to stay at home. From the moment they get their test, they have to stay at home and cannot go outdoors for any reason other than to go to the surgery. And then we wait for their test. If their test is negative, then they're allowed to have surgery. So we're starting that, that up right now. That's not that bad. You know, that's not that bad of a procedure, really. I mean, you think about like before you go into surgery, there's certain things you have to do, like depending on what the surgery is, you can't eat, you can't, can't drink. do certain things. I mean, 24 hours before. I mean, if it's yeah, that quick of a turnaround. And honestly, nobody's, nobody's really going out right now anyways. So Right. You're pretty much stuck. So it's, yeah. I mean, so what do you think, like, 
what is your biggest, like, what, what's the biggest wall you've, you've basically come up against with the whole coronavirus with like, whether it's personal, whether it's, you know, business, what do you think is like yeah. the biggest impact it's had? The biggest impact is trying to run a practice over the phone and over video conference because you know, like medicine is such a hands-on job. Yeah. You know, we have to examine you. We have to like touch you. Um, we have, you know, like you're in, like we're in your face, you know, this close to your face, looking at things on your face. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we have like staff members all over the place and you're dealing with like an office where there's tons of sick people constantly coming in and out. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, not so much in plastic surgery, but in like a, you know, like your family, your family medicine doc, your, your general practitioner around the community, you know? So I've, I think the hardest thing is having to transition everything and finding some <laughs> virtual or digital way to do it. So I've been doing a lot of these things. I've been doing a lot of Zoom conferences. I've been doing a lot of Skype. I've been doing a lot of FaceTime. I've been doing a lot of IG video, uh, video chats with patients. Um, I had one as far as Germany and I was doing one with a patient there. And, wow. um, and now that we're starting to open up, I have to somehow transition it back into the office. Um, and I think that, uh, honestly, that's the hardest thing is that even though we're opening, we're not actually like open. Like, I wish I could just wake up in the morning, go to the office and look at my computer schedule and start seeing patients. That doesn't yeah. happen anymore. Right. Um, it takes so much work. Uh, I have to, you know, we maybe put one patient every hour or two hours to separate them. And then I got to kind of strategize which staff members should come into the office. I don't want them all there. If they can work right, from right, home, right. They home, but then I need people who can like, like, well, like I'm not going to be able to do everything like collect payments or fill out paperwork and things like that. So I still need people. So it's literally, honestly, so, it, it takes so long to build, your practice to the point where you're comfortable and kind of have a routine and now that routine is just thrown out the window so right. you're kind of like reinventing your entire office all over again you know and I, I do I mean you know from my standpoint I, I see like this as being somewhat of a new normal for quite a while like it's I, I feel like it's gonna last for quite a long time a lot longer than people I think the typical person is thinking which, you know, I mean, I foresee this being this way for a year, two years, you know, and I don't ever foresee it going back to normal, the normal that we've known for the last 30 years, you know? And uh, so, I mean, you know, with that being said, you, you must be kind of gearing up this way for the future, you know, and, and, and kind of trying to find a new way of doing things on a regular basis and knowing that this is it, like, this is, this is your, yeah, honestly, this is kind of what we do. Like when, when we're implementing these new protocols and procedures in the office, there's none of this, like, this is just temporary. We're yeah. only doing it now. We're just saying like, this is just how we're going to do it from now on until, you know, until we have some type of like, like light at the end of the tunnel, you know, um, how are you, like, what are you guys doing over up in uh, Albany? Uh, pretty is much the same down? thing. It, yeah. We're, we're pretty much shut down. Um, so we, everything at this point, 
I mean, I think Green and Albany County will open up somewhat on the 15th, <laughs> but um, south of here won't. Um, but uh, we're pretty much the same thing. We're shut down. There's no elective surgery still. There's no, you know, no elective procedures at all at this point. Oh, really? Um, wow, so yeah. you guys are getting a little bit more strict than we are. Well, yeah, because we're we we've kind of been like the epicenter of the whole thing you know so then you guys are following cuomo's rules then yeah yep okay because for for la we follow our the smallest group so the city is the most powerful their orders are the most powerful then it's the county then it's the state and 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 then you know whatever trump says but like um, so our city, Beverly Hills City, says we can start operating again. So We're even not, though the governor, the governor doesn't want us to, but Beverly Hills says it's okay. So right. we're starting to do it now. I so. think I think we're actually kind of in the same boat where, like, we have a campground up north in a different county than we live in, and the 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 county health department has that shut down, um, mm-hmm. where the state doesn't county does and then like down in this county the campgrounds aren't shut down so on and so forth and so i mean to an extent like there's certain things that cuomo has put in place that are just mandates now that are this is the way it is school um you know um wearing a mask everywhere you go you're wearing a mask you know those are things that are non-negotiables and but like as far as like opening things up um I feel like it's more of a, a smaller level than not. Not when you th- not not when you talk about like bars or like clubs or like sporting events and things like that. Mm-hmm. That is that that's a, that uh, you know I feel is a state level that, or is just a thing where nobody's going to do it first. Nobody's going to be the first one to be like, well, the state's a, you know Cuomo says we shouldn't do this, but we're going to give it a go. You know, nobody's yeah. going to do that at they this point. Yeah, nobody wants to be the guinea pig. So, so what's Albany is so much smaller than like these big cities. Yeah. So what's going on with all of like everything in Albany is like mom and pop. What's going on? Like, are people okay? I mean, like, I, no, not really. I mean, like, so like everything like Troy is shut down, State Street is shut. Like everything's just closed. Everything's closed. Um, wow. There's no traffic. I mean, like very little traffic, very little, yeah. the, you know, Crossgates Mall in Albany closed. Um, no way. And all your yeah. gyms are closed? And all the gyms are closed. The malls are closed. The stores are closed. You're talking, I mean, like Marshalls, you're, you know, where, yeah. where all, the, where, where all the, the people like to just go and just walk around. Everything's closed. And for your supermarkets, bottom. for your su- supermarkets, like Safeway and all that, do you guys have, um, are people, do you guys have that thing where like the, everyone lines up outside and they only let like, some of them? Okay. That's a weird thing because that's like a, um, that's almost like a case by case basis for like, so like for Home Depot, Home Depot in certain areas like in um, East Greenbush over Rensselaer County or um, it's that way down one, here. <laughs> yeah, where they only let a certain amount of people in, so they they're lined up around or like Trader Joe's. Like my yeah. sister went to my sister went to Trader Joe's on Saturday, and yeah. there, there was like forty people in line outside yeah, on the sidewalk. It's, it's the same with the Trader Joe's here too. Like every yeah. Trader Joe's 
such a long line outside. Yeah, it's yeah. like their company policy. That <laughs> literally, like the one by the one by me, it was like 60, 70 people long around the corner. Yep. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like it's a very it's like a nightclub, and they purposely leave a line outside, so you think it's like yeah. everybody's it's a cool thing. It's like yeah. a full time job though, shopping at Trader Joe's. You gotta no, get there really at nine. Is. You gotta it's, get there at nine in the morning. You might not get home till six or seven at night. No, it's funny, but it is. And you know, it's funny that um, my sister texted me and she was like, "Do you guys need anything?" And I was like, "No, I'm good." And then Tiff the other day was like, "You know, there's like no meat in the supermarkets." Like, so do you guys? I was like, uh, Shit. "Were you guys running out of toilet paper too?" Yeah, no, ran out. Were. Zero through zero. Like any store. Finally, uh, um, a girl I went to high school with, she owns a, a local like gas station convenience store type of thing. And mm-hmm. I saw her post on Facebook saying that she had certain things, like they have this little meat case where they have like fresh meat, real small, sells right out. But she posted on Facebook and I, I like jokingly was like, hey, do you got any toilet paper there? And she was like, actually, yeah, we do. They were selling like single rolls. And I was like, seriously? And she said, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm on my way. <laughs> I went down there, I bought toilet paper because it was, the only place around that had toilet paper and it's um and it was it's bizarre i went to costco i did like five times like it took my fifth time to get toilet paper and i used my um i used my doctor's badge to cut the line and get in <laughs> and <laughs> and that was the only way because i was like if i stood in that line and I would have not gotten any toilet paper at all, and I was desperate. So, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to flash my badge, but I just did it because they're letting. Yeah, sometimes uh, you gotta. They're letting healthcare workers go in first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys don't have Costco. You guys have BJ's. So there's a BJ's on Central. We got Ohio. BJ's. Yep, we got BJ's. We got Sam's Club. But, I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised. I still remember all these. Oh no, Central Ave <laughs> BJ's. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know it's it's you know what. You know what? That the weird that, things you remember. That makes yeah. me wonder too. So you're from California originally. Uh-huh. How did you even? How did you end up in Albany? Oh god! Out of it's like all a, places. It's actually a really sad story. And oh, I can't wait. Obviously, that, obviously, it's a happy ending because you know I really ultimately I really love Albany, but yeah. Um, the the way it works <laughs> is um, when you are a medical student, you interview for your specialty. So I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. Unfortunately, plastic surgery is the most competitive um, field to go into. There's like, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people apply, maybe thousands apply, and they only take like, like 150 people a year or something. So the chances of getting in aren't that, are, are like, it's very, very competitive. Um, and the way it works is after you interview, you go into the computer system, there's a central network for all the medical students. You go in the computer sim, uh, system and you list your, where you would like to go in order of preference. One, two, three, blah, 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 blah. Yep. I was really fortunate. I had a lot of interviews. I interviewed at like every place you can think of, Harvard, Penn, Northwestern, WashU, all the places. I want, and then I kind of just thought of some like certain states. Like I interviewed in all the California schools. I interviewed in all of New York. So Albany, um, uh, like Columbia, um, NYU, all of those I interviewed at. And Albany was just one of the ones that I put up there because 
they happened to have an interview on a day that was empty. Nobody else had an interview. So it's like, why not? You know, the more chances, the better, right? So then I, I did it and I ranked all of my choices, one to like 14 or something. Albany was number 14. <laughs> <laughs> Albany was the very, very last choice. And the way it works is all the schools, all the programs, they vote on all their interviewees. So they go into the computer and they rank who they like the best. And then the computer matches, you know, based off of the algorithms by, and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's like pledging to it's like pledging to a fraternity or sorority. Like everyone puts their bids in, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and then one day a year, one day a year, the entire nation all medical students find out at the exact same moment where they where they match to it's called match day and we all like we all open up our envelopes at the same time across the entire country and find out where we go and i opened it up and mine said albany met and then, wow. and then i started crying in front of everybody. <laughs> oh man i was literally That's... crying in front of everybody i was so depressed but That's as reason i <laughs> I know, but the reason I can tell the story now is because I honestly think it was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Because right, number one, number one, it teaches you to be humble, right? Because it's like I've always been like you know top of my class, and you know, like went to a really nice university, did all this stuff, and uh, I just you know I've always been trying to go for the best, and this really humbles you <laughs> when you don't get the first choice. And then it also kind of shows you kind of like the BS that's out there because right. you can go, there's a lot of programs out there. I'm not going to name them, but I visited a few of them where they're huge names. Like if I said their name, you'd be like, yeah, that's like the best school in the world or something, right. you know? And their training is terrible, terrible. Right. You know? Because yeah. they, they got to where they are based off of their name, but their teachers are really shitty. They're, um, Sorry, can I cuss? I can cuss, right? You can the say whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> it's real. We'll just break the ice with that. Yeah, a lot of them are really shitty. A lot of the times when you go to a more famous place, um, the people there are famous, but they don't really care about the students that are training or, or learning. Like, they're like, they're, they're too busy. They're too famous right, for right, that. Right. And Albany was like, you know, small, Albany is small Albany, you know? So, right. yep. Our residency was like a freaking family. You know, we had like dinner at each other. Like we took care of each other. We taught each other everything. And I have to say like, even graduating out of Albany, um, I could tell like operating and being independent, I was ahead of most of the people in the country. You just- With the big names behind them. Right, because kind of, it's kind of like, Albany is kind of like growing up on the streets of plastic surgery. Like you learn to do it. Like they throw, you know, like you, I mean, you know, you've been in the emergency room with traumas yeah. and everything. Like yeah. they literally just throw us in there and we have to take care of everything, you know, yeah. you, you know, it's trial by fire and you know, they, they do take a really good care of us. The other thing is um, I'm a cosmetic surgeon. So 99% okay. um, of my surgeries are cosmetic and in the plastic surgery training world in the academic universities, they try to train you to become a university professor, to become a university hospital uh, doctor.
they don't really encourage people to just go into private practice and do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Some people look down on, look down on us for doing that. But Albany Med was one of the few programs where like, you know, like Dr. Dolph and Dr. Hain and Dr. Roth and Ash Patel and all of them were just kind of, you know, they're like, yeah. Right. They're just kind of like, do whatever you want. You know, if you're going to do it, do it like, do it and do it well, but they, they encouraged us to do whatever we wanted. They never looked down on me for doing that, you know? So honestly, probably God had a purpose for me. I got to say, like, I think I really lucked out going to Albany. Well, I mean, I mean, if you think, if you look at it right now, you know, and you're where you want to be, you have your own practice, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be here if I went to some other, like, hoity-toity program I probably I would probably be in a university somewhere like making like a very average or below average salary working my butt off on call all day long doing being forced to do research which you know like on things that I may not be interested in just so that I can publish papers and all that so I'm really I'm really really lucky and you know it's not just like that yo I'm a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon now look at me but um I mean, I made so many friends up in Albany. I was just there for a wedding. I was just up there for one of the SICU nurse weddings. And um, I was just yesterday on Facebook, I'm like all like commenting and like on all these Albany people's like posts. Yeah, it's small town. It's small town stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, and the people at, like the people that I've encountered at Albany Med and they are, they all know each other. They all, you know, they all have each other's back. Like there's no, mm-hmm. like if you like if you walked out of Albany Med, the parking garage and somebody tried to mug you, like you're going to have 16 <laughs> nurses, you're going to have 16 nurses behind you beating the fuck out of that dude. Like it's just, it's just that type of environment where, you know, it's, it's small and you know, the, you know, your coworkers, kids names. And I mean, yeah. you know, my kids names, like you you know, you're, it's just one of those things that it it probably was a blessing that that's where you ended up and oh yeah that for was sure. what you had because I I've encountered the doctors there and they're top 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 notch. they're really good and yeah the other thing is um you know even just the people like the nurses and the yep. staff it's very different I think. I mean, you know, like LA kind of looks like a really superficial like yeah. place. I mean, honestly, it it kind of is. You know, like yeah. everybody. You know, like every. It's very hard to meet people that you're going to be real friends with. You know, like yeah. somebody who, like, if you call them at three in the morning, they'll pick up and take care of you if you had an right. emergency. Like Unless in Albany, put- I had everybody on my back. Everybody right. was there in Albany, and here it's it's hard to find someone who can, you can be friends with for more than a year before you go, they ghost you or something happens and kind of hear a lot more people want to get something out of their relationships. Yeah. They want like to like, post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to, they want to hang out with you because you have a six pack and you can take nice photos and they, or yeah. they want, they want you to get them in line for a party or something right. like that, you know? And so that's, you know, Albany's a little, Albany's not like that, you know, that's no. one of the good things. Albany's yeah. too cold most of the year for parties. your six pack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went there on the. Uh, I went there during the winter time. I think I went in October for Nicole Cipriano's um, wedding. Oh yeah. And 
yeah, I went to her wedding. And then in the meantime, I met up with one of the old reps, the striker rep, Zach, from the hospital. And um, he and his dad, we all we went up to um, one of the lakes and we did some ice fishing while I was up there. So. Oh, yeah. You're a big fisherman. I'm here. Yeah. Well, not not here in L.A., you know. I, like, yeah, I that's have, true. I have a pool, but there's no fish in there. And, like, I <laughs> I prefer, um, I definitely prefer Albany's outdoors. Like there's much, there's so much more stuff to do in Albany outdoors than there is here. Hold on one second. Wait, so Rob, what do you do? I'm, I'm shipping manager for a surgical supply manufacturer. Uh, which, which company? Uh, it's Putnam Precision, but we deal a lot with Medtronic. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I'm sure you've heard of them. They're all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't really use Medtronic supplies just because my field doesn't use them that often, but they're all over the hospital, like Medtronic. Yeah. yeah. So then you were, you supply like Albany Med, St. Peter's, all of those? Yeah, they, we do a lot of laparoscopic surgery stuff. Oh, uh, so all the general Surgical staplers, all that kind of stuff. Like, are you at the VA and all that? Uh not really, but I mean, I'm sure a lot of our stuff is in there. Do you, uh, where, where are you located? Brewster, New York. So it's about, I Worcester. Say, I know two, Worcester is. Yeah, it's yeah, two yeah. hours south of Albany. I mean, I lived in Albany for six years, so I was there for a while. It wasn't, um. Short, just short time. Yeah. Yeah, and then we did a lot of traveling. Like, I went up north, and I actually drove all the way up to Montreal, and then, um, actually, no, took the train. I took the train out of um, Troy and went up to Montreal. Um, My best friend yeah. grew up in Troy, right in the, the ghetto of Troy he grew up in. <laughs> oh, my God, Troy, I remember. Sorry about that. The wife was calling. <laughs> She's uh, out of work. You're not locking around the house tonight, are you? No. No, not tonight. It didn't go over great. <laughs> That's right. She got over it. Yeah, luckily for you. Troy, yeah, so Troy Troy is actually very much up and coming and really, really, you know, turned around over there. A lot of good restaurants, a lot of good bars, a lot of good just, you know, a lot of nice stuff over there, really. Surprisingly. Yeah, it really was starting to, um, it really was starting to kind of like, like grow while I was leaving. Like a lot of the right. new restaurants. Like I left when Dinosaur Barbecue opened. And Dinosaur like, Barbecue, yeah. Yeah, and then I, that's when I left. And like, the, and then the second Bombers opened up over there. Um, that's the area that really is. Oh yeah, really, like right really when you building. get up. Right when you get off the bridge, going yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, both sides now are, are, you know, when you come off the bridge, both sides are just very nice, you know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Much different now. But um, so now you already said you don't miss Albany. Or you don't miss the area because it's cold and shitty because it is. I don't but, miss the area. Yeah, and I don't miss the the life's like the lifestyle, like the the living standards. You know that. That being said, do you miss because Albany Med is a top top trauma hospital 
where they fly people <laughs> in from everywhere. Do you miss yeah. the excitement of no, trauma? I don't miss <laughs> I have to admit, trauma was trauma is really exciting. It's really fun when you're part of a team, right? Yeah. Because like, you know, like imagine being there, it's like two in the morning, everyone's freaking tired and this crazy trauma comes in. Everyone comes running yeah. in and helping each other. That's pretty cool. Like that is that I do miss that occasionally, you know. Um, but trauma itself is not. I mean, like I don't know how Dr. Rosati did it. I don't know how Dr. Rosati is great. Yeah, like Rosati, Hasham, Samuel's killer. Like I don't know how they were able to just do it day in and day out. Like it was very very tough. It's nice to be able to do it for the fun factor, you know, because it's like. It's like shock and awe, like, oh my God, yeah. somebody cut their arm off or something like that. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, it's, it's definitely a, a young man's game, you know? Like the young guys like it. It's more fun for them. But as you get older, it's kind of like, well, I really would like to sleep in and not have to wake up at two in the morning. Two in the morning. And, you're <laughs> and then you're there. A normal schedule. Yeah, and you're working, working, working. And then the day shows up and you're not allowed to go home. You still got to keep working, so... Um, that I, I don't miss. You know, when I moved here, I actually, I still took call, trauma call, at a level one trauma center, actually, at, at Cedar sinai which is probably one of the most famous trauma center. It's like the celebrity hospital. All the celebrities yeah. go here. Um, not even close. Not even close to Albany Med Trauma. Like, Gunshots, yeah. wounds. No. All, it, yeah. I mean, I've no, heard some stories, obviously. I mean, they might have... They may have all the same types. Obviously, we don't get like ATV rollovers for snowmobile, or like yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. have like Americade or whatever, like the the, the motorcycle stuff. But yeah. we do. Um, but what we do have is uh, we do have a lot of the other stuff. It's just a lot less, like ten percent right. of what we got when we were at Albany Men. You know, so um, it, it definitely is different here. You know, yeah. Albany was for such a small town that that freaking hospital. I think because it covers so like oh, it big covers area. So much, yeah, it covers so upstate. much of New York. It pretty much covers everything outside of New York City. Right, it's know? pretty much so, the up, upstate New York trauma center, basically. Yeah, it's you, like you pretty the, much get everything. Like, yeah, it's like the state hospital. You know, it just right. covers the entire state. So it was it was insane, and you don't appreciate it. You don't appreciate it until you go to a regular city hospital yeah. and you're like, Oh, this is, you know, this is really, really different. You know? Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I can imagine. Like I said, I, I mean, obviously I've heard the stories and the, you know, from Tiff and just hearing about some of the shit that has come through incredible, like, like things you don't even think about, you know, yeah. things you don't even see in like movies and stuff. Right. that come through that place that are just like, wow, that actually, that happened and the person survived? And like, <laughs> how does that work, you know? Like, yeah, people being peeled right open and just not something there's, that I'm, you know, there's not something that yeah. I can handle. There's definitely, there are many, there are things in Albany that I've seen that I've never seen anywhere else here. Yeah, but there's nothing here that I've seen that I didn't see in Albany, you know. Right. So, so prepared you. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know, Absolutely. And that, and that was what you know. I was talking 
talking with Tiff the other day and told her that you were going to be, you know, we were going to have you on here. And she was all excited. And, you know, and she, we were just like, she got a little sentimental and she was like, you know, I, she's like, I always thought that he would turn out to be a trauma surgeon because he was just, (laughs) he was just incredible, you know, in those moments. And, and, you know, now basically, you know, you understand why you weren't, why you're not. You know what I did like? It, it, it wasn't necessarily the trauma that I liked, but trauma had the best teams yeah. because they had like the most hardcore guys on the team. The SICU nurses were like, no, I mean, I'm, I love all the nurses, but at Albany men, nobody beats the SICU nurses. Like right. they're the, they're like, so, so that's probably why Tip said what she said, because like, I'm, I was just constantly hanging out there. Yeah, it might not even be because there's patients. It's just because I like taking out with all the, all the people there. You know? Right. It, and it, like I said, it's a, it's a hard thing where like, you know, like you, you almost feel attached to certain things. And that's, yeah. you know, that group of people. I remember that group of people, you know, then where, you know, I could probably rattle off 20 names of people yeah. that were in that core group that probably aren't there anymore that have moved on to, you know, different things and different, you know, parts of yeah. their life. But I remember, you know, that 2012, 2000, you know, that area, 2013, 14, yeah. where that was that core group. And, and a couple of names came up actually that I really, I'm going to try to get in touch with. I think Tiff's going to try to get in touch with, have on um, the show. And it, where, what, where is she now? She works um, for uh, New York State Corrections as a nurse. Oh, she's at Corrections now? Yep. Um, but uh, Rachel and Amy. I still keep in touch with them. I was just right. like, I just, so, had a Facebook, I just had a Facebook argument with them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, they're, but they're on the road right now, right? Yeah, they've been, like, they've been living out of, so when I saw them in October, I stayed with them. I stayed at their house. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... Um, Amy's come out a couple times. I've actually hung out with her because she she oh, has cool. other friends here. So I, I she's actually she's never come here. She hasn't come here recently, but when I first moved here, she came out here. She Rachel got this like like this raper van, you know, and she <laughs> essentially she converted it into like this a living space, mobile, this like mobile studio apartment, and essentially she <laughs> and, she and Amy went across the country to travel and to do you know and to do travel travel nursing at the same time to, yep. to make some money um i think they're are they still doing it i know I last, think, last I think time so. I checked, she was in she was in colorado right last that's what tip said yep yeah she was so um i think they're still there to be honest that's what i think that's that's what tip said they were in colorado yeah she I was, think she's, gonna, she's gonna reach out and see just because I'd be interested to see, like they must be encountering the Corona virus stuff on a pretty oh. heavily, heavily, you know, Amy, heavy so dose of it. So when this happened in March, I mean, like I, Amy texted me and she was just telling me how she, cause she, at that time she was in Aurora, Colorado yeah. and all the, um, she was telling me how many people were coming down from Vail, all these like, rich, you know, older white guys who are going skiing, you know, 
just for fun up in the in the resort and they were all getting sick and they were all coming down and they were sick like intubated like people who are obviously are healthy right because they're they're skiing all the time and all that and they're they're obviously have money so it's like it's not like they don't get medical care or anything but they were just dropping like flies and she was like oh really about that i if you guys are gonna do another one with amy and rachel and you had space i would love to be on that i definitely have space (laughs) i'm a a premium zoom member so i pay a lot i pay a lot of money to zoom (laughs) so i can have i can have 100 people on we just need a big i bet you that amy rachel and i would just yeah that would be a crazy zoom i'll tell you and we'll get tiff on too it'll be fucking awesome (laughs) totally that'll be good I might, I might skip that one myself and just let you guys have that. That'd be a great yeah. episode. You could be, yeah, you could be our moderator. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Sit I, back I mean, and listen. I really, yeah, I re- I'm really interested to, to like know, like, you know, to, to hear about or talk about like different parts of the country and like the real shit that, you know, people like that are seeing, right? They're, they're seeing real shit. They're seeing like people dying, people, you know, not having enough ventilators to to go around type of shit and that's you yeah. know that's interesting yeah. to, to me to to like the first of all the toll that that takes on a men, on somebody's mentals you know to have to see that every day and, and to see that like you know you may be deciding between you know this person's probably not going to make it so we can't put a ventilator so, on yeah we're not going to make it anyway where you're having to make a choice between two people getting one yeah yeah and- but see, we're not having that problem at all. We are yeah. not having that problem at all. We have enough. I mean, it, it is busy. Yeah, it's, busy. Yeah. it's busy and it's it, it's unnecessarily full. But we're not having like I mean, I it's it's fun because you're in New York. You guys have it the worst. Like yeah, by I far. Cannot, I can't even like comprehend what's happening in the city. So for if you're interviewing people outside of New York, they'll probably have nothing to like interesting to even share with you because you guys have it so bad. You know, like we don't have um, freezer trucks outside our hospital. We have enough space in our in our regular morgue. Not that that's something people want to think about, but our morgues are not full. Thank God. You know. Um, Yeah, it's but it's so it's so bad in new york and i think what the problem is because it's so bad that it's beyond what people can comprehend so like a lot of people a lot of people here just see the fact that um you know we're we're not that we're we're people aren't dropping left and right here in la um so they're a lot of people are starting to get like a little bit rebellious you know like they kind of want to go out and not listen to the rules anymore and they're like a lot of people are starting to have conspiracy theories saying yeah. that you know this is like a democratic thing that they're trying to they're trying to throw or they want to control us and keep it you know like change you know force us to do like they're purposely tanking the economy for election season all these things yeah uh, everybody's got a conspiracy theory same thing yeah here. it's but the thing is, it's like, that's because they're not in New York. Like, they're not right. where it's bad, you know? Right. That, you know, so, yeah, you guys have it. It's bad. They, they started actually bad. bringing people up from the city to Albany Med. 
to uh, yeah, I heard you that. know, I heard yeah, by the busload basically, just just because they're out of space down there, like there's no room. Yeah, and they're they're they're. I mean, you you see some of the newscasts and stuff, and like there's people dying all day, every day in New York City that are just you know people are losing their fucking lives on a regular basis right now, and yeah. It's not, I mean, like, you conspiracy theory, the whole thing, all you want. It's just, like, real people are getting really sick and not being able to come back from it. Like, it, it's, yeah. and it's not just 90-year-olds. Like, it's, it's, it's an array of people. It's not just people that are, you know, sick and, and, and very old. Like, it's. Do, Young people do, you too. Guys, do either of you personally know anybody who died or got like super sick and intubated? No, not, no. The, not to that extent. See, I, our, I don't, our uncle just got over it. I know people who tested positive and they were sick, but they just got over it like it was a cold. You know, yeah. I don't, I personally don't know anybody who got intubated or anything. My, uh, a co worker of mine, her godmother, who was, I think, in somewhere in her eighties, uh, died from it. Uh, yep. Oh, you know, do you re- do you remember Wally, one of the nurses yeah. at all? So yeah, Wally yeah. got it. Wally got it. Really? Wally and his husband Justin both got it. Where so they are got they? it? They're up in San Francisco area. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they both got it. Um, Justin, I think, was a lot more sick than Wally was. They're both fine. None of them had to get intubated or anything. But Wally ended up, um, he ended up losing his smell. I heard that. Is one, that yeah, was like so, a later thing that came along. So Wally ended up losing his smell. And I think he says that it only came back like 25, 30%. So like, really? so far, I mean, it's been like a month and a half. But yeah, he says it hasn't come back 100%. Because, like, he said they were driving down the road and there was a skunk. You can smell the skunk. He didn't, he had no idea. He couldn't smell it, you know? Wow. And, uh, yeah. And he said, like, when he eats food, he can't really taste much, you know? That, so. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, it almost was like, it's not just a respiratory thing. It's kind of attacking everything, almost. It seems yeah. like, like, I know a it's, lot of the younger people were, di- were, were, a lot of the younger people that were dying were, were like pulmonary embolism, were, They'd have like a yeah in their leg, and then blood clots. Yeah, Yeah. which is like, where the hell does that come from? Like, how does that? You know, that's just. And then they were wondering if it was maybe it was the body's overreaction to it, to the to the disease, and trying to fight it off. And you know, your blood cells kind of coagulating almost, and and overproducing and creating these blood clots. And then obviously the blood clot goes up to the brain or goes basically yeah. one of three places right the brain the lungs the heart and but nobody nobody really knows nobody knows because it's all yeah. happening so fast yeah, yeah. It's just, they just know that they're seeing in younger people they're testing positive for covid they're having blood clots they're having strokes like they're having these younger patients come in with stroke symptoms mm-hmm. and then finding out later that they're they tested positive which yeah. is that to me is pretty alarming. Like that, that's that freaks me out a little bit. To, it is scary. Uh, it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. 
to the part where maybe you don't have that many symptoms or you're not, maybe it just feels like a cold. And then all of a sudden you got a, a fucking blood clot in your brain and you're, <laughs> there you are. Like you hope yeah. to God you're around somebody that can. That's the thing. It's like 911. for young people, most young people don't think that most people think like most young people think they're Superman, right? Like they're not going to die. It's like only the old people are going to die or whatever. Nope. Um, but it's not if you die. It's like if you get sick and you have all these permanent stuff happening to you, that just sucks. Like, yeah, you're you're just disabled. You know, that, you may not awesome. die from a stroke, but you're gonna. There's something's gonna be fucked up. Well, and they're like, saying like your lung capacity. 100%. Yeah, your lung capacity is never gonna be the same. All that stuff. It's yeah. It's not. It's not just like you're 80. So yeah, okay, you done. lived. You lived through it, but you know, not only that, like. Uncle Doug, he said his psyche's fucked up from it, from going through What's it that? and what he dealt with. That's your uncle? Yeah, our yeah. uncle went through it he, and he was struggling. He said he was messed up for, mentally messed up as much as physically. Oh, man. Did he get intubated or he was okay? He was okay, no, he, but he said if he tried to breathe too deep, he couldn't walk more than like five feet before he had to sit down. Oh, jeez. Wow. He, he had to lay he, on his stomach in different bad. positions. Yeah, he had it pretty bad. Yeah, not bad enough to be hospitalized, but it was. He said, you know, I'm gonna turn on my light. Hold on. Now it's getting the sun just set. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was gonna say it's starting to get a little dark back there. Yeah, the sun just set. Ah, okay. I wish I had that backdrop you got right now. Yeah. We're actually in between houses, so we just sold our house. We're in an apartment, and we're we're waiting to close on the new house. And, oh yeah, uh, I it's just I just I just bought this house in september yeah um but you know with the coronavirus i'm all like how am i gonna afford it anymore like <laughs> for, like <laughs> i uh i Might have to go back to mortgage. trauma i i uh i froze my mortgage for three months so that gives me a little bit that's of break but, but it runs out in june so yeah well, dep- probably depending on what happens though you know, if yeah. this is, if this is a thing that doesn't go away, which it's not gonna go away, um, because you know what the thing that that kills me right now is the fact that they keep saying that once the summer hits, it's gonna go away or it's gonna you know it's gonna be much less. But that makes that how much sense does that make when Florida is struggling with it, California has it, Texas, like all these hot so, places have it. It was the. Uh, um... It was because early on, they re- so they people took the fact that the virus can't live in hot temperatures, and they took that and they just automatically assumed, well, then when it's the summertime and it's hot, the virus will just die. But yeah. the virus doesn't die when it's it's only if it's like sitting in a hot air. But if someone sneezes or on your UV. face, yeah, or if you're in an if you're in a building that's air conditioned and someone and and it gets it right. to the, and someone coughs, then everyone's still gonna get it. It's not like <laughs> it's not like your building is 120 degrees. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, so and people that, are just like, oh, it's a you know if it's a summertime, then we're all gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Right. We should go to the beach and whatever. But yeah, that's it might, it might slow it down a little bit, but it's not going. It right. might slow it down. I think. I think. What I read was that the more so than the heat was the UV light was killing yeah, off the, be, killing off the virus. But like I said, how often are you literally just standing outside and getting like you're most people are inside all the time. And still, you're either like, home, 
you're either at home or you're at your office or you're at, you know you're in the supermarket or whatever usually inside where there is no uv and then um the chances are if you get coughed on like it's going in like it's oh, not yeah. gonna sit on your sit on your forehead oh, and wait for, sure. for the sun to boil it off like it, it's just not you're a breathing, thing you're you're breathing the whole time. So as someone yeah. coffee, you're breathing it right in. Right. Know? It's just not, it's, it's so, unre- some of the things are just so unrealistic. Like yeah. it's, it's not, a, it's like I said before, it's just not a thing that's going to end anytime soon. Like there's no light at the end of this tunnel right now so they think, at all. They think, so they think that even it might start getting better, but there's most likely going to be a second peak in the fall and the winter. Which so is we might have to start- we might have to shut down again if we get another peak. And then they said it's possible that this is one of those things that just keeps going around Every and year. around. Yep. Yeah, like it's like the new flu, you know, right. it just keeps going around and around every year. And then we have to, so we got to wait for like a good vaccine. And there's also a chance that we can never make a good vaccine because we can't make vaccines for everything. Like we don't have an HIV vaccine. We don't have, right. a, we don't have a hep C vaccine. But that's the, you know, that's the, that's the wildest thing. Like you, you, people think, Oh, as soon as there's a vaccine, we'll be able to, we'll be good to go. They've been working on an HIV vaccine since the nineties. And like, yeah, they said, they still said don't have we, one. They said if we found a vaccine, it would take at least to like the end of next year before they can even make right. enough for everybody to get it, you know? Right. So, um, Unrealistic. And, then today, and then today in the news, they said that, it's already mutated already. There's a new strain. Oh yeah, there's a there's yeah. an A and a B. Well, it's like the more contagious one. You yeah, know? There's, it's, there's, it's kind of like constantly changing. I, so it's I like read, hard, it's hard to get. I read hard one the other day that like New York was at New York was hit with B strain or something on Quora. I don't know. Are you on Quora at all? Uh, I like when I Google a question and I end up on Quora. I am, but I don't. I don't. I don't actively go to Quora. So it's pretty cool. Like. You can, you know, if you if you go on core and you select things you're interested in, you'll get an email maybe once a day or whatever on a question that you're interested in or whatever, which will take you there and you can browse or whatever. But like, that's there are some really really smart people on Quora that answer these yeah. questions, you know. And that was that was one of them where you know, and that's where I saw where it said, well, COVID nineteen a is was in Italy and this or whatever B was in New York and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what? So there's an A and there's a B now. And like, what the fuck are we yeah. doing right now? Yeah. Like, there, this is, that's new. <laughs> that's the first time I heard that it was on Cora. Yeah. So supposedly we got the, the weaker one. America yeah. got mostly the weaker one. Italy got the shitty one, obviously. Italy um, got their asses kicked. Yeah. Did and, you guys get, tested? have you guys gotten tested yet? No. I just got tested on Tuesday. I'm negative I, for the for the actual virus. I didn't get the I didn't get the antibody test to see whether I've had it already. That's I, what I'm interested in. But you I know, I feel I honestly think I got it already. So do I. Because I was really sick the end of March, right yep. when the lockdown happened, and I had like the sore throat, the cough, the chest pain, but no runny nose, no like none of the stuff that I normally get. It was just all yep. like like creeping down my chest like breathing was like painful but um but you know i don't know i like Same thing. my friend was, my friend was also sick and he actually paid to get the test done and the antibody test 
Yeah, he was, his was negative. But I also know that, like, there's, like, a 30% false negative rate. So, like, And plus, a lot they of, don't know, like, about, like, the antibodies. How long, how long do they last? Like, how long? Yeah, they don't this know This particular thing. Right. They don't, so know if you test, they don't know if you test positive whether it might be that the test caught another coronavirus because you know there's like hundreds of coronaviruses right yeah, exactly so there maybe you got sick with another one and it tested that one um also it's just you know these tests honestly these tests that are coming out of china are awful like they're so unreliable you know right. china's just, you know <laughs> china's just good at pumping out shit like yeah yeah in high, in high volumes just to make some money but you know like 99% of those companies are probably not legit companies and yeah. they're like just selling a snake oil tests and things right. like that. And they're yeah. going to be fake, you know? Here, you yeah. can have a test. It's not going to be accurate, but here, have one. <laughs> yeah. Like here, buy it, buy it from us and we'll test you, but it might we'll work. Me, it might not work. We'll give you <laughs> 10,000 tests. Maybe a thousand of them will actually work. Yeah. <laughs> if you're positive, that means, you might be positive. You we might be know. positive. There's like a 30% chance you're positive. Fuck it. Yeah. No, it's, it, it is. It's, you know, China, China has sent a lot of shit over where, you know, we're awesome. Like I, I make shirts and things like that. And so I'm on certain websites that you can, you can um, source straight from China and things like that. And all of a sudden it was all masks and like all the masks were written in Chinese and they were like, no, it's, these are the tests that show that like they're approved for this and it's all in Chinese. And I'm like, so I was going to grab some and just, you know, to try to help out a little bit. And uh, then I'm looking at him like, I don't even know what any of this means. Like <laughs> to me, like I could, like you could see some of the test results were like whited out and like written oh, in God. English. And I'm oh, just God. like, no fucking way. <laughs> like I, this is like a, this is a liability nightmare right now. If I order these fucking things and give them to like a hospital. I'm going to end up sued and losing everything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's brought out a lot of weird shit in different, you know, in different people. Like, you have the people that are the snake oil salesmen that are like, man, I'm going to fucking sell. I'm going to go, I'm going to get every mask I can get and sell them for 10 bucks, 15 bucks a piece to all these sappy fuckers that can't get one. You know, yeah. same thing with the toilet paper. You know, they, they, all these people went and grabbed the toilet paper. Now, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I loved it. I loved I saw the one, I don't know if it was like Walmart or one of those that said, we're not accepting returns on the following items. And it was toilet paper. They're paper all like All of them. Yeah. All good. Them. Good. Yeah. I hope Co these people Costco, get stuck with that shit. Costco won't let you return any um, toilet paper or even like paper towels, uh, tissue paper. They won't let you return it because they don't want people good. hoarding. Good. Don't. Yeah, I could, they a, shouldn't. There was some guy who bought like a thousand something of like Lysol or something, and then he tried to return them because people weren't buying it from him. And then, oh, that's the thing I was just laughing about before the Lysol. So when you were saying, you know, there's a thousand different strains of COVID or whatever, that was one of the biggest things that led to the conspiracy theories was that on the back of the Lysol can. It says now, kills coronavirus. It says kills COVID uh, or coronavirus or whatever it is. No, it says coronavirus, but the SARS virus yeah. is a coronavirus. But that right. was, we've had coronavirus. Right. But you, I, 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 for the amount of people that like pointed that out to me, just in my small little amount of people, 
was incredible. And I'm like, yeah, they don't, like they don't realize that, coronavirus but, is a family of viruses. Yeah, so yeah, this was already a thing. I think that's just a purely like education thing. Like some people didn't, some people didn't pay attention in, in biology in high school, and and then they ended up never doing science in college, and you know they just they don't I mean, know these things. It's just you like the flu. The flu. There's many different strands of the flu. Well, you but, think yeah. about yeah. I mean, you think about the people that like see something on whether it's about uh, Trump or. Biden or, or whatever it is, they see it and they know that they like are that side. It's, it doesn't matter if it's right, wrong or indifferent. They share it, you know, without like I, I literally me personally, I will not share something that I don't fucking fact check because I just don't want to look like that jerk off that is like just sharing <laughs> shit to share shit. It, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you, yeah. like, you're Back check the. It's so easy to go on Google. Like I, I've done it so many times now. Where I'm like, man, that that looks like that's something I would get behind. And then I'm like, let me Google that shit real quick. Google, and they're like, no, nah, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, I never bother share. sharing Facebook stuff. Like the only things I'll share are like funny videos or like yeah, dog. Videos. That's how that's I am now too. Yeah, because and it's kind of like I just don't get into. I like, and I hate. I hate the people on my Facebook feed that all day long they post like conspiracy theories and like, um, well, either way, like I don't care whether they're Democrat or Republican. Right. Both, both of like they are really awful people on both sides, just like posting all right. these like yeah, trying to like they throw trying to, like, fun start a fight. They're just trying to start an argument or fight online, yep. and like this is so stupid. Like I, <laughs> it's, I didn't come it's on funny. Facebook to do this, you know. It's funny because no matter what social media platform you're on or like in the current moment that you're on, that you're looking at, if you personally are there looking for a fight, you're going to find a fight. Like if you're there personally, look, yeah. If you're there personally looking for like something that's like energetic or like upbeat or optimistic or whatever, you're going to find it. There's plenty of that. There's plenty of everything. Yeah, people that go on and are like, "I'm gonna go fucking fuck with some Trump people or some <laughs> or some or some Obama people today." You're gonna find it. You're gonna find somebody that's gonna bite on you posting some shit about Obama or you posting. You know what I mean? So much, it's so much worse now than it used to be. It wasn't yeah, like that. It wasn't like that ten years ago. You know? No, not at all. Facebook yeah. wasn't that crazy. You know? Yeah, it wasn't then. Crazy. world so has turned into a weird place. Yeah, really weird. But. I don't know. Enough about the coronavirus shit. <laughs> it's it's consuming everything, you know. But listen, I a couple more things I want I want to talk to you about real quick before I let you get off. I see it's getting like super dark behind you now. I know. I'm like I got I gotta wake up early. I'm doing tele, so I'm doing I'm doing telemedicine now. So like I wake up early. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wake up early and I do FaceTime or Skype and I see patients like in San Francisco and stuff. You know, they're eight hours away, but I see them, you know. That's, so. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a big thing. Like, we have that at, at my, my company and, you know, it's, it's cool. That, yeah. That's a good, it's a good thing because most shit can be handled that way, you know. Yeah, and I'm, doing, I'm, I'm not doing plastic surgery with it either. I'm taking care of, like, wounds on, yep. like, nursing patients. Yeah. You know. So like pressure sore, like bed sores, things like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is no, that's cool. I mean that, that's a cool thing. 
Um, couple things, couple small things. These are quirky things. So uh, just things that add a little character, get a little, you know, something to the episode that we're gonna put out. What you're a plastic surgeon? Been for a while now. Done a lot of surgeries. What is your favorite surgery to perform? Oh, it really depends on the patient. My favorite surgery always going to be the one on the easiest patient because it's less stress, whatever. Yeah. But um, of the types of surgeries that I perform, I think my favorite is going to be the eyelid surgeries. Really? They're kind. Of, they're very difficult. But um, you know, when I went to Atlanta, that's what I did. I did specialty training for the eyes. So um, it's one of those things. You know, like no offense to people who do like breast and body all day. I actually that's like eighty percent of my practice, anyways. Yeah, but it's like you're literally like for your breast, you're taking a a bag of meat and you're like rearranging it, right? Mm -hmm. For the eye, you're trying to rearrange like a wet piece of toilet paper. You know, it's like super, super fine, delicate work. Um, so you know, it's kind of a challenge, but at yeah. the same time, it makes me feel like I'm the shit. You know, I'm like, oh, I can do this, and this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Steady hands. Things I like to do. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I, or, I know you're, any, I, or anything on any celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it's funny because, um, you know, I don't follow that many people on Instagram. Obviously, I follow you. Sometimes I send you messages about the shit that you post. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're, you're one of the few people that I actually, I follow your stories. Super interested. Wife's super interested follows all your shit look it looks at everything like it, it's very interesting to me you post some graphic things oh, but yeah, like sure. yeah i do start i do to start to finish product <laughs> products you know where it's like you see what the person comes in you you see the why they want to you know transform their body or whatever and then you see the transformation at the end of it it's, to me yeah. it's like wow it's pretty fucking cool so yeah. I, I follow closely. Everything you post, I look at all your stories. You probably see it says that I look at them, but I look at them all. I just think it's, yeah. I just think it's cool. I'm actually super interested in it. Thank you. Thank you. But um, three more things that I wanted to ask you. So what is this? This is a Wednesday night. Typical, not just any drink. I see you're drinking some kind of thing. It's my protein shake. That. Protein shake. What is your go-to Friday night after a long week? What's the go-to alcoholic beverage? Oh, I, so that's, that's kind of a tricky question because I stopped drinking while I was in Albany for the last Oh, really? Two. I stopped drinking when I was in Albany. Well, Amen. Fast forward, I, I drink again now. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but We're back last, on the same page. <laughs> the last two years when I was in Albany, I applied for disability insurance. And disability insurance, they do a full physical, they do your blood work. And to, based off of how healthy you are, the lower your premium, right? So I try to be super healthy and I stopped drinking. Two months turned into six months, turned to a year, and it just kept going, going, going. Yeah. But now... 
now I will occasionally have a drink here and there. It always changes. I used to be like when I was in Albany, my thing was scotch, like scotch and red wine. Those were like my two things. Now I'm kind of heading back into like like a tequila or vodka drink, depending depending on the situation. If it's a Friday night, probably a um, probably a oh I stumped them. Tequila, maybe a tequila. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche. But you know, but you know, I do work every other Saturday, so I can't. It's not every. Uh, Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If it's not beer, it's tequila. For you, that's you. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. I can't do beer just because it makes me feel so full. Like I take one yep. sip and I feel full, so it just makes me feel bad. Bottles of Milagro, Tom. Love Milagro. <laughs> Love Milagro, love Mezcal, the whole nine. Mezcal's good. Yeah, it is. We discovered that a couple years ago. Smoky, smoky. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right, two more things. One's one's personal to my, you know, my being, but this one. One thing about yourself that would surprise your average friend or, you know, um, what's the someone word? Who, someone who knows you that doesn't know, like something that they don't know, that would they would be like, "Fuck, wow!" Now I'm gonna get that for this guy for his birthday. I'm gonna take that into account from now on. I, well, I has to. I mean, there's certain things that I can say that that wouldn't affect my birthday present, but um, no, that's fine. Whatever it is, whatever it is, what, well, whatever a lot of it people, may be. Uh, this is this is pretty random, but a lot of people don't know that I don't have a uvula. <laughs> what is that? You know the thing that dangles in the back of your throat? Really? I don't have one. <laughs> Holy shit, that's <laughs> wild. That, that was, I had, I've never seen so, that before. That's shocking so all right there. So this is an Albany Med thing, because I had one going into Albany Med. And then when I was, uh, I think my, my chief year, my junior year, I was, um, I got really sick. I mean, coronavirus level sick. Like I had fevers of 104, all of this crazy stuff. Like I literally thought I was, they, they never send people home from residency for being sick. I got sent home because I was so wow. sick. And um, everything in the back of my throat got really, really swollen. So once I was all healed, um, do you know Dr. Galati, the ENT doctor? Uh, sounds familiar. She's really fun, but she's at Albany Man, and she took out my tonsils, and yep. at the same time, I had her whack out my uvula. Um, <laughs> because, it, because it was so painful during the infection, I was like, I don't want to deal with that again. And, I wow. mean, one of the benefits was like, I stopped snoring. I stopped snoring after I got rid of that. So, who knows? I don't know. So, so that was, that's a thing they could just cut right off? uh-huh it's like wow. an appendix but it's wow. definitely something it's definitely something that when people see it it they're like whoa i i know <laughs> super bizarre that was that's very bizarre looking <laughs> that's oh, very bizarre. cool that's the, i've never heard of that ever in my life i'm not so telling my wife i'm not telling my wife that she's gonna want me to have mine cut out so i stop snoring or maybe <laughs> maybe stop snoring that's that's wild She'll be trying to, about me is pretty, is pretty be trying well to, known. So yeah. She'll be trying to cut that out herself. 
<laughs> that's that's wild. You that can, looks you wild. Get, you can get me a new uvula for my birthday. I'm gonna. Well, I'm. I'm gonna take a close up of the of when you came up close to the camera, and I'm gonna take a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. That could be the trailer for this. That whole is episode. gonna be the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, one more thing, and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Um, something that's close and dear to me, which is which. Actually, my my mind has not changed, but watching the uh, the new Last Dance documentary with michael jordan i've watched the whole thing so far anybody that probably anybody that you could ask about how i feel about between michael jordan and kobe bryant i've always argued kobe bryant is far superior to michael jordan i just feel that way even after watching the documentary i still feel that way maybe it's because i grew up with kobe bryant and i grew up at the end of jordan's career um Kobe Bryant passing was fucking huge for me. Very like, yeah, very like, it was very tough for me. I felt like I lost like somebody that I've never met the guy in my life. I felt like I lost somebody very near, close to my heart. You're in LA, the epicenter of that. What was it like there in the weeks after? I'm kind of the opposite of you. Like I don't, I never really followed sports that much, even though it's an L, I lived in LA, never been in the Staples Center. I mean, obviously I knew who Kobe Bryant was yeah. you know, and all that. Um, you know, I was more of a Shaq fan, but yeah, I do know, I <laughs> did know Kobe Bryant. Um, but when this thing happened, oh my God, like I re, I re, you know, there's certain things in your life when you remember when you found out about something. Yep. Like I remember when my roommate told me, like woke me up and told me, oh, somebody flew a plane into the Twin Towers just right. now. Like, I remember that second when that happened, you know? Uh, this was one of those things. I remember waking up, opening up my phone. It was like nine o'clock or something. And yep. I saw like, I saw this thing on Facebook. And I thought it was like some, I thought it was like, you know a how joke. they always have these random celebrities that died yep. or whatever. And then you check, you look them up and they're, Totally fine. Fine, yeah. I just thought it was so weird that I, I still, I looked it up and TMZ had it. Like, so then I was like, oh shit, like maybe I think it could be real because even though TMZ is a, a tabloid, but right? They it's a tabloid, check. but they but they still gossip. Like they tell what's happening, you know? Yeah. And so that was really, really crazy. And it happened in Calabasas. So I knew... Somebody I knew lives in the area, and they remember seeing the helicopter going across. Oh, they God. remember that it was really, really, it was really. So if you ever go to Malibu, Malibu is these like rolling hills against the Been ocean. There. So you, so even most, a lot of times in the morning, you can get this fog layer that kind of sits there because it hits the hill and it doesn't move. And so the, even the guy was like, remember that it was really foggy and he didn't really see a helicopter but he can hear one it sounded like it was really low and really loud and then he heard like an explosion on the hill you know Uh, but um i mean that was crazy and i don't follow sports you know but even i was like holy crap and then i hear his daughters on board and i'm like oh my god like that's insane and literally the city, like that day, like that city was like, the city was like completely changed. Like everything was purple. 
Like right. every like everything was purple. People were putting like uh, memorials and everything. Like um, especially since like I live in the heart of LA, you're like driving down and people are already like spray painting murals of Kobe. I mean, they're all still up. So if you come, you can see them. They're giant murals on the wall um, right. and all. That. So that was pretty. That was pretty cra crazy. I mean, like it's kind of weird because we have coronavirus now. Right? right. And then, so we all just kind of like, like every once in a while I mentioned, I'm like, do you guys, can you guys believe that Kobe Bryant just died like a few months, right. like he just died, but like we already forgot about it because of the coronavirus. But that was, that was pretty insane because I mean, didn't, I mean, we all grew up with him. I was, I mean, I was yeah. in middle school, high school, like when that happened, you know, every, everybody made, threw a wad of paper into the garbage and said Kobe. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody. It makes the one thing it makes me realize is like, hey, we're getting older, you know, like the chant, like we're not living forever anymore. When we were teenagers, right. we're like, oh, whatever, another 60 years. I'm never, you know, whatever. But now it's like, it's now I like think about it. It's like creeping up on us. That, yeah. You and know, it's like, a, especially when like it's the, a quick freak thing. Right. It's like the longer you live, the greater chance that you might not be here anymore. Right. right? You so, have to actually escape shit. <laughs> it's, yeah it's okay. and I, I even sit there and i think about it i'm like honestly like if that happened to me i'd be so disappointed i not not that because i not because <laughs> no, I'm gone. i understand but i would just be so disappointed because i'm so focused on like stupid shit like my like like um my income and you know going on going to a party this weekend and like those are the things that i care about and then it could like instantly it could just be like gone so it's yeah, kind of never, you know it's over yeah yeah no it is it's one of those things even though like, he even though he was a celebrity it was kind of like he was just kind of like you know it's it's like some guy you knew from college right you know kind of like that guy you know different so, just crazy. just different just a driven yeah. individual that you, made a huge difference do you have a lot of his um like gear do you have a lot of stuff of his no I got, yeah, just basketball cards. Yeah. Well, you can definitely, I mean, when you guys come, when you and Tiff and Tommy come over to LA, you do, there's definitely a lot of like memorials you can see. And then you can drop by the Staples Center. They've got all this stuff set up and all that to remember him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I, and that, oh my God, that video of Michael Jordan giving this part of the speech. That was crazy. Like I watched that and I was like, oh my God, this is like the saddest, craziest thing. <laughs> like to see Michael <laughs> Jordan, to see Michael Jordan cry. And then, yeah. you know, like again, you know, well, like for him, to, for him to famously cry another yeah. time on TV. It's, yeah. it's funny because he, Michael <laughs> Jordan is, you know, the one credit to him is that he really is, he probably is the reason that Kobe was as good as he ended up being. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm on your boat. I, I personally, even though I'm not an expert, you know, having watched both people and both documentaries and whatnot, like, I personally feel that one-on-one, -on -one, if they were the exact same age, one-on-one. -on -one, I think Kobe waxes that ass. I think Kobe would be better. I think Kobe waxes that ass every time. I think Kobe would be better. <laughs> I think Michael Jordan was freaking, freaking amazing. Yeah. But I also don't think, because in his generation, nobody even came close to. Yeah, there was. It's a different game. It was more rugged yeah, then, so he, but it was more skill now. And it's yeah, it's, I just yeah. don't see it. That's just so my I, I've I totally argued that so many times. 
I mean, I like, I love both of them, but I agree with you. If I had to put money on one of them winning, I would put it on Kobe for sure. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent. Well, Dr. Johnson Lee, you're the fucking man. And you know, we didn't get into the, we didn't get into the one thing I wanted to talk about, which was the, you, you pulling glass out of my hand behind, behind the curtain. Yeah, I heard that story. Behind the curtain. Yeah, because you were we... just sitting there. You were just sitting there with like these cuts on your hand, and you're telling me that they hurt. <laughs> and then I think, like, do we get an x ray or something? Yeah, you or... found somewhere you found an x ray. You brought it in, <laughs> and you're like, because I looked up looking I at looked it. Up your, yeah, I looked up your yeah. chart, and I pulled up your x ray. I was like, you have glass in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things to come out. Oh, it was yeah. that I was, was good. I, I was next to Tom. I was sitting next to Tommy in his bed, and I was sitting there, and you're like, "I got like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Let's." You're looking at the thing. You're like, "There's a piece." And then you pull the hand up, and you're like, "I can yank." And I'm like, "Oh I even, man!" I know. I even. I was even like, "I can't promise I can find it, but it's yeah. worth it's worth a shot." <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was a wild experience. I'm surprised I didn't yeah. pass out for that one, but. Yeah. I thank Anytime. you for that. If you, ever need awesome. me to pull, if you ever need me to pull anything out of you, I'll do it. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dude, man, enjoy the warm weather. And we're going to line guys. up. We're, we're going to line up uh, Rachel and Amy. Yeah. And, get, and we'll get you back on. Yeah. If That'll you be have great. Any, if you have any of the Albany men groups, I'd love to be on there. I miss 100%. all of them. Yeah, 100%. And I haven't seen Tiff, I haven't seen Tiff yet, so I'd love to be on one with Tiff. We'll get you on one with Tiff. Yeah, and then you For guys sure. come and you guys come and visit once the um, you guys can stay with me and come visit once the uh, the lockdown is over. Oh, this lockdown's be, killing me. It's got to end. I'm I'm definitely coming. As yeah, soon as they say I can fly, I'll definitely go. <laughs> yeah. California is California is where I was where my heart is. Period. End of story. Yes. Well, so, yeah. Now you know. Now you know somebody here, so you can come over anytime. Yes, sir. <laughs> Maybe I'll get some surgery while I'm out there. Get this fucking big old nose knocked down a dick. <laughs> yeah. Don't put that thing that close to the screen, man. <laughs> Gonna break the computer. Don't don't turn into a Californian so quickly. No. No, I won't. Yeah, maybe, maybe, stay natural. maybe you can help fix your calves while one is like three times Come the size on, man. The other Why do we got to go that? Why do we got to go down there? Why do we got to go down well, there? Not, I don't think that's fixable. It's been yeah. weird for years. It's not normal, I don't think. I've adjusted to do, it. Yeah, I'll, we can we can take a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right, fellas. All right, guys. All right, guys. Have a good night. It was good to you see too. you guys. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you. Thank you. Take it easy. Yeah.